What up, people? It is Tuesday, September 29th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So let's talk. Um, first, I'm going to apologize because I've recorded the podcast back on the 16th, but it looks like it never uploaded. So um, I'm definitely late with this one. So I may be touching on a couple of older topics uh, that I touched on in the previous podcast that didn't get uploaded. Um, and I may be all over the place today. Uh, so many different things have gone on since the last podcast that was actually uh, uploaded. So here we go. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the dude in the White House. Um, every podcast, something with him comes up because day after day, he continues to make a fool out of himself and the American people. Um, a few weeks ago, he had a town hall with George Stephanopoulos, and apparently he blamed Joe Biden for not having a nationwide mandate on wearing masks. Uh, he was asked about, you know, his stance on wearing masks and why there isn't a mandate, and his response was, well, Joe Biden has a plan to uh, mandate wearing masks, so, you know, why hasn't he implemented it? Well, that's because he's not the president, you dumbass. Um, as usual, almost every answer was a deflection, and it's somebody else's fault. Um, I've never seen anyone, especially in a leadership role, as high as the president, never take responsibility for anything. Um, and it's just sad. I mean, I just, I don't get it. I don't get what the appeal is about this dude. Uh, and also, Sister last uploaded podcast, uh, some tapes came out, recordings with the interview he did with Bob Woodward, where he stated back in February, he knew how deadly the coronavirus was, and he was intentionally playing it down um, as to not cause panic, and then to the American people, he's on TV saying that it's a democratic hoax, that it's no big deal, it's like the regular flu, and these recordings uh, directly contradict that statement. He said he knew it was airborne. He said he knew it affected everybody of all ages, and he knew how deadly it was. So if that's the case, why didn't you take this serious from the beginning? And you could have saved thousands of lives, but yet you played it down, and over 200,000 people have died because of this. So he just basically lied to the American people um, which is something he does all the time. But again, it just, I'm just at a loss as to why people continue to support him knowing that he's a liar, he's a fraud. And also, just yesterday, um, the New York Times published a report where they gained his taxes. Now, how they got him, I have no idea. I actually believe it, uh, what they reported. Of course, he's saying it's fake news, but. This dude is in so much debt, and uh, 10 out of 15 years, he paid no taxes uh, because of the corporate tax loopholes, and then another year, I think it was 2017, while he was in office, he paid $750 total in taxes, Not paid well over that, um, and a lot of regular people pay well over that, and of course I'm pissed, because it's not the fact that I don't mind paying taxes. And honestly, I don't necessarily want my taxes to be lowered. I want people like him, uh, 
companies like Amazon, Delta, all of these large corporations to pay their fair share of taxes too. They hoard all of the profits uh, and they're just very greedy, but they don't have to pay taxes. I'm fine with my taxes uh, being paid because taxes fund a lot of different things. Um, social programs, uh, that's how the police and all of that stuff is, is funded. So those are things we need. So I don't have a problem paying taxes, but for corporations that make, you have billionaires like Jeff Bezos uh, not paying any taxes for a huge company like Amazon. That makes no sense to me. That's what I'm pissed off about. And this dude who claims to be a billionaire, he has over 400 million in loans that's coming due over the next three or four years. Uh, And I honestly think the reason he wants to stay in office is because he wants to avoid prison. That's my personal opinion. But uh, he is not as rich as his um, reputation thinks he is. and it was just very interesting to find out he he doesn't pay taxes. Um, and the interesting part is in 2017, or I think it was 2012, he sent out a tweet about the amount of taxes. I think Obama paid 20.5% uh, in taxes that year. And that was the same year he didn't pay anything. So it's like, who are you to criticize somebody for the amount of taxes that they are paying, but you're not paying any? And again, people will still support him. And and Mike Huckabee came out and said, well, we didn't elect him to be a tax accountant or anything like that. And to have the attitude is just ridiculous. Uh, I'm just at a loss with this whole situation with this dude. It's getting worse by the day. And tonight there's a debate with him and Joe Biden. I may look at it, but I'm 90% sure I'm probably not going to. Uh, My mind is already made up who I'm voting for, and I don't think I can gain anything by watching this. It's only going to be another irritation for me, Um, so I don't think it's going to be worth it. Now, the vice presidential debate, I'm definitely going to watch that. I think that's going to be a lot more interesting, Uh, but the one tonight that, unless they fact check real time, is going to be a shit show, because Trump is going to lie like he always does and have no proof to back up anything he says Um, and his supporters no matter what will still support him I've never seen anything like this it's more cult like Uh, I know a couple of people that support him they don't even know why it's more of they're just dug in on their position and at this point it's too far gone for them to change I think that's a stupid mentality but that's just me that's just my opinion um Moving on away from that, uh, Breonna Taylor case. Uh, since the last podcast, her family settled with the city of Louisville for $12 million. Um, if you settle for $12 million with the family, to me, that's somewhat of an admission of guilt. Because if nothing was done wrong, why would you pay the family $12 million? And mind you, it's taxpayers' money that's paying this $12 million, or at least a good portion of it. Um, if nothing was done incorrectly. And also, after that, uh, the grand jury came back and the only charges filed against one of the officers is called wanton um, force or wanton wanton something. And basically, that means um, 
he was charged with these counts for shooting into the neighbor's wall. She had a neighbor. And I'll just point this out for the sake of the, the comment. Um, and I'm not sure how much of a difference this made, but she had a white neighbors whose house got bullets in them through the wall. They were, he was charged with shooting into that wall. Now, there are also black neighbors whose wall got shot as well. No charges for that case. But basically, he was charged with uh, the bullets that didn't hit Breonna Taylor. And, of course, there were marches and people upset that there were no murder charges or at least manslaughter charges. Now we're finding out that the Attorney General, uh, last name is Cameron, I can't, I think it's Daniel Cameron, but I'm not sure about the first name. Um, he's a black Republican. He came out and said that, um, you know, he didn't see any other charges that need to be uh, levied against the officers. But we're finding out now that the only charge the grand jury were able to even consider was the wanton um, negligence or whatever that charge is. So the district attorney or the attorney general, he never even gave the grand jury murder or manslaughter to even consider as a charge. That says a whole lot. Um, you can be charged for shooting bullets through a wall, but not shooting bullets in a human. That doesn't make sense. I mean, this has conspiracy all over it. Uh, the witness that they claim they had in his initial statement said that he did not hear the police announce themselves. And also, if you have a no-knock warrant, why would you knock on the door and say you're announcing yourself? That doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. Um, and also, I want to touch on the ignorance um, around some people that still claim that Breonna Taylor was a drug dealer and her boyfriend who was in the apartment at the time was a drug dealer. Uh, and they deserved what they got. Here's my problem. Now, first of all, I think these are just trolls um, that are making these statements in order to cause friction. Um, and also, I want to comment on people who keep saying they're using this um, talking point that neither Breonna Taylor or George Floyd are heroes and should be uh, celebrated. And to that, I say nobody is celebrating them. What we're doing is saying that they shouldn't be dated. That's a huge difference. You know, neither one of these people should be dead right now. Um, do I think George Floyd was a hero? I don't know him well enough to say anything about that. But I know he shouldn't be dead. I know that for a fact. Uh, and to the people who keep saying that Breonna Taylor was a drug dealer and all of this stuff, there's zero proof of that. There was no drugs found in the home. Um, her former boyfriend that was in, already in custody at the time of the raid, he was a drug dealer. But are you automatically guilty by association because you know someone who's committed a crime? You're automatically proven uh, guilty without, you know, having justice. I thought the saying is innocent to proven guilty. So the people that come out and keep saying that um, 
you know, you're celebrating these people. It's not necessarily the celebration. It's just the fact that they shouldn't be dead. And the fact that they are dead, they need justice because they shouldn't be. Um, and also, since the last podcast, there were two officers that were ambushed in California and shot. And I think they both survived. And, you know, they they want you to be upset about it. Uh, whenever an innocent person dies, like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, it's sad. Whenever these two officers just were sitting in their patrol car, they get shot. That's sad. And I pray, you know, that they recover. I pray for their families and everyone involved. Um, also, within days, there was a reward, a huge reward to anyone leading, uh, any information leading to the person that shot those police officers. And you know the people who killed Breonna Taylor. There was no reward for that, and they're still walking free. Um, but my question is, uh, to the people that are quick to bring up a black victim history, um, once they're dead, to go back and look and see if they had a criminal record. My question for you is, with those two officers, would you do the same thing? How would you feel if someone went back and looked at their record and see you know what what happened in their background before becoming police officers and even looking at uh, if they have any complaints on their record today while they've been police officers would that be considered tacky and if you think so why is it okay to go back into a black victim's history like that and try to demonize them once they're dead and it's almost just to justify their murder um, so if you don't think it's right for them to do that with cops that are shot or killed, um, you shouldn't do it with anybody. Not necessarily just black people, but you shouldn't do it anyway. Um, it's just sad that we're in a state of division right now. And personally, I don't see that getting any better anytime soon because people want the country divided. And I think that starts from the top. Um dude in the White House was asked about the Breonna Taylor verdict and he sided with the Attorney General who's, from my understanding, uh, well, Mitch McConnell was at his wedding and from my understanding he married Mitch McConnell's granddaughter. That has yet to be verified but that's what I've read in several different uh, credible sources but this dude always tends to side with the bad actors. Just like in uh, Charlottesville with the Nazi protests where there's good and bad on both sides. I don't know any good Nazis. Uh, I just don't don't get it. And that kind of thinking and rhetoric will continue to divide this country. Um, you know, Breonna Taylor should not be dead. George Floyd should not be dead. Uh, Sandra Bland should not be dead. Tatiana. Uh, Jefferson should not be dead and at this point nobody has been held accountable and black people are just tired we're just tired and I get frustrated with people always bringing up looting and riots and it's like a couple of things with that Uh, Black Lives Matter generally a peaceful group and we're they're not asking for anything extra outside of just being treated equally. And for the All Lives Matter people, if All Lives Matter 
that should include black lives too. So therefore, you should not have an issue with someone saying black lives matter. And if you do have an issue with it, I think you're a racist. Plain and simple. Uh, also, there was a cop in Arizona uh, who was called to a hotel for a robbery. And the body cam footage from the officer showed he talked to the front clerk. The front clerk said that a white man pulled a gun on him and robbed him. As the officer exited the hotel, looking for the suspect, a black worker of the hotel came out of a side door. He held this young man at gunpoint. And the black worker had his uniform on at the of the hotel with the insignia of the hotel on it. And he kept saying, I work here. And the cop, hearing the uh, that the suspect was a white male, still held this man at gunpoint, even though he worked at the hotel. And the uh, suspect, I think, got away. And it's just, again, you see black, and it's automatically a bad thing. It's automatically a negative thing. Um, It's just frustrating. The whole thing is frustrating. Um, I wish we were more unified at this point, but I think it's only going to get worse as we get close to the election. Uh, This dude is, he's digging in big time. He's continuing to put out false narratives. Uh, Don Jr. put out a message about, to his base about, you know, picking up arms and all of this stuff to, to make sure that the radical left doesn't steal the election. We're not the ones that are trying to suppress uh, votes or, uh, you know, talk about having people at the polling stations. And it's basically just to intimidate. So I really don't give a damn. Uh, you can have anybody you want to at that polling station. It's not going to stop me from casting my vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And then, um, on a sad note, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and she was an amazing woman. Uh, She opened doors for a lot of women in positions of uh, power and authority that were never opened before, and the hypocrisy of it all is that this is an election year, there's a... uh, seat on the Supreme Court open, and now they want to go ahead and fill it. Ms. McConnell and the Republicans want to fill it, and they've actually put their uh, notice in, their recommendation for the person to fill this seat. Now, that was a huge issue when Obama was president, and he nominated Mayor Garland. Mitch McConnell and the Republicans said that you cannot um, fill a seat in an election year, and they never voted on it, but now, all of a sudden, they want to change the rules, but this doesn't surprise me, this is what they do, they are liars, they are cheaters, uh, they have no conscience, they have no soul, and from some of the conspiracies I've heard, he's stacking the Supreme Court uh, with Republicans, so he can contest if he loses, he can contest, especially mail-in voters, and eventually um, he thinks this can end up in the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court will rule in his favor. 
and I don't put that past him. That definitely sounds like something he would do to cheat again. They are liars and cheaters, and I just, I'm the type of person I was raised to just do the right thing, and it really irritates me when I see people like this uh, that would do anything to maintain power, and it's all about just maintaining power. Um, and it's like people sell their souls for this stuff. And I just don't get it. I'm glad I'm not made like that. I'm glad I have a conscience. I'm glad I'm better than that. Uh, I'm glad my parents raised me better than that. Because these people will have to answer for what they're doing. And it's not going to be good. And the fact that they're putting the United States in jeopardy by doing this stuff. With no consideration of, of the outcome of, of what they're doing. They're just wanting to keep their power. And um, Ted Cruz, he is one of the main ones too. And I, for the life of me, can't see why he still supports this dude after doing their primary runoff uh, in 2016. This dude called, you know, told said Ted Cruz's wife was ugly and said his dad you know, just talked about his father and his family and stuff, so you still support this dude, but it's also he can keep his power too. I think they feel like if they stay in his good graces, they'll continue to win. And I just cannot sell my soul like that. It's like selling your soul to the devil. Um, I'll just be glad when all of this is over. I do think at some point better days are ahead of us, but... The rest of this year, and I think the first quarter is going to be crazy. And I'm not looking forward to it. Um, so, on to some other news. Uh, I took off today, and I took off uh, a couple of weeks ago on Friday, and I went to the casino for the first time this year. And I played poker for like five hours. Ended up winning a little bit of money. Uh... So I was, I was happy uh, just to be out of the house and enjoying something I like to do. I was very safe, wore my mask. Uh, the table normally has eight players and the dealer. They had it down to six players and the dealer. Uh, whenever somebody got up from the table, they sanitized the chair, the area where that person was sitting in. Um, and you had to wear your mask at the table at all times unless you were eating or drinking, of course. Uh, the chips and the cars were both sanitized, so I felt good. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. Never had any symptoms or anything like that since going. Uh, so I think I'll probably go back because that's just something I do to uh, relieve stress. So um, I hope at some point we can get back to normal. I'm looking forward to it. There's just so many different things going on all over. Uh, you just need to do something that relaxes you and that's um, a stress reliever. Uh, let's go to my verbal middle figures for this week. It goes to Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, because of their idiotic and uninformed comments about the Breonna Taylor verdict and the cops not being charged, uh, their response was they understood why you know, no charges were filed against the police because the boyfriend shot first. And 
this is why I think that statement is idiotic and irresponsible. And this is for everyone who says the boyfriend shot first too. First of all, it's the middle of the night and you hear somebody banging on your door. If I'm asleep, I'm not going to necessarily comprehend if someone is saying anything. If I'm a licensed gun owner, I'm going to get my gun. And if I hear somebody breaking through my door, I may fire for round two. That's the first thing. So it's not like I seriously doubt the police knocked on the door. Hello, police are here. Knock, knock, police are here. I doubt it was like that. They used a battering ram to bust in this door. And if you're asleep and you hear somebody busting through your door, what do you expect a person to do? That's the first thing. The second thing uh, goes back to the whole being a drug dealer thing. And, you know, again, that's never been proven. That hasn't been proven about her current boyfriend that was at the house with her. But to me, the bottom line is if Brianna Taylor's boyfriend did something wrong, he would be in custody right now, and he's not. So obviously, law enforcement didn't feel the need to arrest him or charge him. Well, they did initially arrest him for attempted murder, but the charges were dropped. So obviously they felt like he hadn't done anything wrong. So to use that as an excuse to justify Brianna Taylor being murdered is idiotic and irresponsible. But again, that does surprise me coming from those two. Uh, Shaq is a police officer. And I heard he's a nice guy. My dad actually met him uh, and said he's a nice guy. Charles Barkley has always been very opinionated, um, and there are a lot of his opinions I don't agree with. So it doesn't surprise me that he said that either because both of them are very ill-informed. And wrapping up, my uh, positive note for this week or quote for the week is, someone's opinion of you is none of your business. This is a model I live by. Uh, because I don't care what people think about me. Everyone has a right to their opinion. I don't have to agree with it because I have my own. So I'm going to wrap it up for this week, and I will make sure this gets uploaded, and the next one will be done in a timely manner. Uh, As always, this is just my opinion. Have a good week. Peace.